Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Somebody maybe that's in this business or a pilot or just trying to be helpful. The quote volunteer flag. I love that. <laughs> is for temporary structure for air traffic. It's so small, you know, and it's just it's it's funny. It's like, wouldn't they see the tower before they saw the flag? No, just see the flag. The tower Most of the tower is pipes. Yeah, if it's yeah, hard right. to see. I know. As, opposed, as opposed to a big flat square that is waving in the wind. Yes, I know, it just doesn't... With a bright color. It doesn't seem to be that, didn't seem to be that big, but okay, I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. But I, I love how that person put volunteer, the volunteer flag in quotes. But I think a big old Texas Tech flag, you could see that too. But maybe the people coming in from out of town, they're like, hey, look at that, honey. Look at that Texas Tech flag. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Then we wouldn't even have a stadium because then, you know, have, you know, probably wreck the press box and the stands and suites and <clears throat> all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Put, a big dent right the, there. put a big dent in the floor of the stadium. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be. Probably would. That would not be. That would be problematic would be my would be my thought on that. Sure would. Um, this is from Washed Up Guy, senior advisor to the morning drive. What a wonderful brand of defense Coach McCaslin's team played last night. Then he follows that up with what an absolute joke his offense is. Are we really going to be subjected to watching that nonsense or will he move to get players and coaches that will help him? That will be of great importance to this fan base. Hey, I mean, just read the last question again. Will he move to get players and coaches that will help him? Sure, sure, sure. Hey, watch up guy. You're, is that you're, a, I mean, is that a real this. question? No, he's going to go after people that won't help him. Poorly. Yeah, poorly. He's going to hire me and Jeff to be on his bench with him. Because if he hired you, then that would... Only one of us would accept that position, and it wouldn't be me. Really? What do I know about basketball? I don't know, but if somebody came to you and said, hey, I got a sweet deal, you can sit next to me on the bench. No. No? All I'm going to do is hurt the program. Okay. Okay, but but you'll get like a big payoff when they fire you. And then I have to live off of it because I won't have a job here. Anymore. I mean, I love Texas Tech, and I would I would work with all my heart and effort and put sure. into that job that I mm-hmm. possibly could, and then yeah. I would gracefully accept the buyout yeah. after I did a terrible job in the first year, and they told me to go away. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm, I would even give them a hometown discount. A hometown discount. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah. A hometown discount. Get mm-hmm. a hometown discount. All right. I would say, uh, I tell you what, you only have to pay me half if I can uh, go back to calling the Tech baseball games. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joey McGuire was on that, uh, is on that committee uh, that includes <clears throat> Kirby Hocutt, Dusty Womble, and Nords Odiasi. And uh, Coach McGuire, after practice uh, yesterday, was asked about his experience on that, on that committee. I've learned a lot, um, a lot. I, I, I've used different things uh, in, in um, 
you know, our staff meeting this morning, um, just been really impressed, um, impressed with the committee, probably minus myself. I'm not the smartest guy in the room for sure, but it's been really good. I'm excited. I, th- I thought he for a second there, he's going to tell us what, what he used in his staff meeting, but I think he caught himself. <laughs> maybe I better, maybe I, maybe I better wait just a little bit, but I'm, I'm curious, uh, what, what all he learned, but uh, the last part that he said, I'm excited. So I was like, man, if he's excited, I'm excited, right? No matter who it is? Or is he just always excited? He's always excited. <laughs> he's probably always, always excited. Man, you're you're trying to read so much into this. I, I don't know. I, I, I love his personality. I, lo- I love the fact that he, you know, made fun of himself. I'm not the smartest guy in the room. Whatever. I thought that was great. Um <laughs> we go back to why are we putting the football coach on the search committee? Well, I've learned a lot. <laughs> did we put him on the search committee to to help? I to, bet he to did. Help, to, to, to help expand Joey McGuire's horizons, <laughs> or did we put him on the search committee to help him choose somebody? I think I think the latter, and I think to help recruit somebody. Okay, and uh, you know who knows? I mean. And maybe Grant McCaslin is extremely happy there at North Texas, and it took a little convincing. I doubt I, that. I would definitely say this. If there's one thing that he could help, obviously he's a great recruiter. And, I mean, if there's somebody you're trying to – if you're, there's somebody that you're trying to get to come here and you've got the football coach saying, man, we – you know, this fan base is passionate and this – this athletic department will do this for you and that for you and they'll help you this way and they'll help you that way and then like he's hey he's big man on campus and he's 100 percent behind me coming in and being a part of that you would think coaches would like that absolutely coaches like that absolutely. but if if reports are true that texas tech swung and missed at big fish and all this then apparently that didn't necessarily work out yeah but I wouldn't have thought you would have needed Joey McGuire to convince Grant McCaslin to come take. No, his I job. think he probably would have walked over hot coals to get here. Yeah. So, yeah. but that's that's not to say that it wasn't a worthy attempt, right? Because I, I I think that makes a lot of sense if you've got a basketball coach hearing from the football coach who is, as I said, the big man on campus saying, "Man, we want you. We want yeah. you to be a part of this." Blah blah blah. Maybe maybe that would help a little bit. But but I do think um, I do think with this basketball search and. With quote with the swings and misses, whether you had them or didn't, let's just say you had. I them. appreciate you taking the swings. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But the other the other aspect of this is, depending on who you swung at, let's just say you had to swing and get somebody that was going to cost you four or five million dollars. Well, you're not going to pay, at least in my mind. I don't think I'm giving you my opinion. I don't think you're going to pay your basketball coach more than your football coach, at least coming in. Um, and if you do, then you're going to have to raise the salary of your of your football coach. Was Beard ever making more than Wells? Yeah, but 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 he had skins on the wall. Yeah, we're we're resetting the deck here too. You know, because you're you know you you paid him, and now you've upped Joey McGuire. But yeah, absolutely, you're you're paying Beard more than you're paying Wells. Yeah. So I don't know, just I just. This was just a thought that I had. It's like, okay, well, football's bringing in sixty to seventy percent of the revenue, and men's basketball's bringing in twenty to twenty-five or whatever the number is. It's just simple economics. It's like, well, 
how are you going to justify paying this guy five million a year and you're paying this guy three million a year and he's bringing in all the money for his program is you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then but then and i was talking to one of my friends who's like well you're getting 10 more a year in tv money so you could look at it that way and go Hey, we're gonna we're making more money here, so we can justify paying the basketball coach more. We can justify um, paying the football coach more to keep everybody in in their status quo, so to speak, because you're going to have more TV money. And let's face it, I mean, they're basically you know you, you you take all your money minus your debt service, and you're spending everything every year. It's not like you're putting anything in a savings account per se. I don't want to do the. I'm not privy to all the. Accounting and the spreadsheets and the balance sheet and the profit and loss statement. But at the end of the day, basically, they're spending everything that they've gotten. Okay. Well, and you can also probably end some, probably. And and if the coach was that concerned about it, you can also show them that when our basketball program took steps forward, so did their pay. Yes. Yes. Every single time. And when your basketball coach was your highest paid coach on campus, it was after he had won a share of the Big Twelve regular season title. No, no question. But so, my point is, that when you're bringing somebody in and you're you're you're, you're having to start at that four to five million dollar level, if you're going to go get a Sean Miller, if you're going to go get a whomever NBA coach, whatever, five mil goes a long way in Lubbock, Texas. <clears throat> there, there's 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 it goes a lot further than a lot of places. There's no question about it. Um, you know, I, I think another point uh, that you can make, and this was a point for Rick Pitino too, and going to. The Big East and leaving Iona, basically he was in a one bid league, and Grant McCaslin's in the same boat. Sure. And you know he Makes can it win. Really difficult to get there. Yeah, he can win 20, 20, 22 games, and if he doesn't win his conference tournament, probably not going to the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, he comes to a Power Five school or even a you know mid major, um, and wins twenty to twenty two games. He's probably going to the tournament. Sure. Okay, comes here and wins twenty to twenty two games. Yeah, he's going to the tournament every year. Mm-hmm. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time for this day in sports history. Today is March the 22nd, 2023. Here is Jeff McGuire. Going to be honest, not a lot today. Not a lot. Not a lot. Really? Kind of a dead day. Huh? So, you know what that means? Perfect opportunity for something awesome to happen today. Okay. So we can talk about it for a year for now. Easy chance to make the cut. Uh, 1958, the 20th NCAA Men's Basketball Championship took place. Kentucky beat Seattle 84-72. to Seattle's future Hall of Fame small forward, Elgin Baylor, is named the tournament most outstanding player. You could have given me a lot of guesses. I wouldn't have known where Elgin Baylor went to college. Once you once you said that, I'm like, okay, somebody from Seattle went there, and then when you said Elgin Baylor, then that, but I, I wouldn't have been able to say that either. 1972, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is named the NBA MVP. Mm. 1986, HBO launches boxing's heavyweight title unification tournament, which morphed into their Friday night fights that really dominated a lot of boxing growing up. Like, you were locked in Friday nights for those fights. Jim Lampley. Yeah. He had great hair. That's not why I was walked in, but okay. I know, but he had great hair. He was kind of a poor man. He he was he wanted to be Jim McKay. He really did. Were you locked in to Friday night? No, nights? not really. Yeah, I was not. I wasn't. I wasn't a big. I'm not a big boxing guy. 
I was back then. Watched a lot of it on HBO on, on Friday nights. 1989, Pete Rozelle announces retirement as the NFL commissioner after 29 years. And in 1997, Ladies Figure Skating Championship took place, won by Tara Lipinski from the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands. You started and now you got to finish it. No. One nation under God, indivisible. You yeah. didn't start it, he did. Liberty and justice, bro. Two. <clears throat> yeah. Happy World Water Day. World Water Day. You think this is where Kevin Gostner got the idea for water water? I don't know. Makes, makes me think Jamie might want to go home and watch it at lunch. Little Water World. I, I Instead of playing tennis. <laughs> no. I think if Jamie could get out of this show to play tennis, he would. So, Oh, there's no question about that. They just won't let him in the, the, the court this early in the morning. Probably also a little hard to see the ball. Uh, what today lacks in uh, moments kind of makes up for in birthdays. Reese Witherspoon, 47. J.J. Mm -hmm. Watt, 34. William Shatner, 92. Matthew Modine, 64. Rick Harrison from Pawn Stars, 58. I love that show. That's a good one. I like it. Angelo Andrew Lloyd Webber is 75. Mm -hmm. Wolf Blitzer is 75. Juan Uribe, 45. And Sean Bradley is 51. In an effort in history today... Mm -hmm. To raise funds to pay off the debt and defend the vast new American territories, one from the French and Seven Years' Wars from 1756 to 1763, the British government passes the Stamp Act in 1765. Well, that would come back to haunt them. It would be one of the ones, yes. The <laughs> Tea Act coming up in about two years and I think mm -hmm. three months is really the one that kind of Cooked their goose. It's uh, what was the <laughs> it was the straw that broke the camel's back. With the old Stamp Act was uh, they, they got them on the path to uh, that was on the the that was the beginning of the discussion of no uh, taxation without representation. Right, yes. right, right, right. Uh, and that, that is the stance for today. I enjoyed cooked their goose. I did too. Cook their goose. That's my favorite line in the, the state and sports history. Today. Yeah, well, I try. Uh, Six forty nine this morning here on the morning drive. A bullfighter posts a picture of. Him and uh, a bull uh, that wasn't very happy to have him on his back. Uh, you see the old bullfighter uh, going head over heels. He says, on this day two years ago, I almost never walked out of the rodeo arena. We're glad you did, bullfighter. For like the 30th time. He doesn't ride the bulls, Chuck. He helps the... Oh, that's right. He distracts the bull <laughs> that's right. from the rider who got not thrown okay. off. That's right. So, sorry. That's why he's the bullfighter and not time. the bull rider. 30th time. Okay. 30th time. I mean, I thought when you were almost 70, you learned from your mistakes. I guess, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, it was just, you know, I saw him being flipped up there, and it just, I forgot about it's him pretty being impressive. The, the bullfighter, right? And impressive, and we're glad, bullfighter, that you walked away. It looks to me more like he just ran <clears throat> and did a flip in the air over the cow. <clears throat> huh. Mm -hmm. huh. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Just showing off over the bull, just tormenting him. Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of athleticism the bullfighter has, and that he's going to show off when he mm -hmm. dominates Chris Need in that foul pull to foul pull race. Yeah, if you were a betting man, who would you who would you bet on there? 
Uh, I think both are in pretty good shape, so I I, I don't know. I yeah. think bullfighter's going to just lap him. Mm-hmm. I really do. I I, I think Sneed will try to talk him out of it again. You know, coming up with some kind of oh, I've got this. You know, I've, you know, you know, ZFL kind of game. You know, we're we're playing over here and you know, blah 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 field. And I don't want to I don't want to pull a hammy. You know, he's got all these different football things that he does. I just think that I, I just think that uh, he'll try to talk the bullfighter out of it again. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jeff, yesterday on the bottom line during take versus take, one of the questions was who would be the best filibuster among all of us and who would be the worst? And I d- didn't really take issue with the best because I think Aaron Dickens would be a very good filibuster. But but you and I, by both the participants of Take versus Take, were labeled as being the worst. I mean, I kind of usually the purpose of a filibuster is just to talk and no, talk and I think, talk. Well, I think it was the overwhelming responses that Jeff would be good at it. Oh, I thought you said, so one, I thought one of you said that he would be the worst. I thought, I thought, no, I said you would be the worst. I know you did. Yeah. I know you did. It was like, yeah. man. Okay, so what do you define filibustering? I think as? just filibustering is just talking endlessly to delay uh, the vote of something that you don't want to be voted on because it's probably going to go against you. So you filibuster to the point of even reading names out of the phone, but you talk on and on and on and on and on. Not that anybody pays any attention to you, but you just talk forever. In the Senate, once you are given the floor to speak... Mm-hmm. It is yours until you yeah. stop talking or sit and I, down. That's I'd where say it comes from. I took kind of filibustering as, you know, um, trying to convince you of something. Mm. Um, even more if of a debate or something. Yeah, even if you're not um, 100% behind it, you're like doing all you can to convince somebody. And my reason for saying that you wouldn't be the best is you are very easy to read, in my opinion. Mm. Um, and you could say the same thing about me. Um, but I think you're because I know you so well, you're very easy to read. Mm. I, I, the lucky lady and I, I think are pretty <laughs> much on the same page with a lot of different things. We, okay. you may be saying one thing, but we know you don't mean it. No, <laughs> we also know when you're saying one thing just to get to something else, you spend this much time together, you're able to figure each other sure, out. And sure, so right. that's why yeah. I felt like I could read you really okay. well and you wouldn't be a good filibuster. I really didn't take any exception to, mm-hmm. to Dickens being, cause I think he does have, his his vocabulary and his use of words, I, it sometimes just makes me stop in the street, you know, because like, oh, that was really good. Mm. That was really good. It's like mm. listening to these basketball announcers during the NCAA basketball tournament. Like, man, those guys are good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I think I think Hacks and Fink are outstanding. I'm I'm more questioning myself than are you anything else. Try to pattern yourself after any of them. I don't. Yeah. Well, I think I just. It, I mean, their walk around just knowledge is just really, really good. I don't know if I can pattern myself after anybody because a lot of those guys played. You know, like six, seven played at Marquette or played at, you know, Georgetown or played. You're still allowed to understand the game. Yeah, I think I have a. Yeah. I think I have a basic understanding of it. <laughs> Okay. I think Jamie didn't play college baseball. I know. Oh, I know. But he, he's but a pretty good color analyst for the Jamie, baseball team. Jamie, Jamie, like yeah. he gets out of bed this every morning. And it's like does the right thing. You know, it's like 
I get out of bed and it's like there's some. No, he like, doesn't. He came to work this morning. He couldn't have been there. Right <laughs> I, I laid there for like ten minutes before I got up, Chuck. So that clearly was not the right. Thing. Uh, somebody says this was Chuck's interpretation. I give it to Jeff. Jeff starts, and that man does not stop. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think Jeff would be an outstanding filibuster. Yeah. I can have a random conversation by myself. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I I I'm not going to tell you that I don't either. I mean, I suffer somewhat from the same disease. Uh, well, yeah, no, I was just like, well, I don't mind not being first, but I was like, I think I... So, truly then, if that's the case, if it's just about talking going for a long period of time, I would be the worst. Well, I know, I was waiting for yeah. you to say that yesterday. I would be the worst. Yeah, it's was like, you wouldn't yeah. be like, hey, count me down if somebody doesn't like to talk, right? Yeah. And you would have won the point. Yeah, I would have been the worst. Yeah. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I saw on the chat line yesterday during Tech Talk, one of their listeners, and hopefully he's one of ours as well, uh, but we know that people float in and float out as best you can. Uh, from Tohoka, his uh, son is going to be competing on Saturday. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so yeah, I look forward, to, uh, look forward to meeting him on uh, on Saturday. I think that's uh, I think that's pretty pretty cool uh, that... Uh, he said, he, I, think he, I think the word he used was, he was stoked about it. Yeah. Okay? Stoked about word. it. Stoked about it. S-T-O-K-E-D. Stoked. It's like similar to giddy. <laughs> giddy. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. All right. So now it's, uh, it's time for our, our spelling bee challenge. You weren't looking at my laptop when I left, were you? No, I did not. Because okay, I not... accidentally left the word up. Really oh, no, big no, no, on my no, laptop. no, 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 I didn't cheat like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had Even this... if he had looked, do you think he would remember how to spell it correctly? No. I can't answer that question for you. No. Um, so anyway, in the spirit of the 71st Spelling Bee presented by Double T 97.3 and Optimum, we're doing a little challenge. Uh, some three and four with uh, today, tomorrow, and Friday left to get to level par or above level par, which would be nice. The B is at uh, 10 a.m. Saturday morning. You're more than welcome to attend. It'll be over at the YWCA. You know where it is there on 65th and, Looks and like University. It's a beautiful building. It is a beautiful building. I've been yeah. in it several times, and they did an outstanding job. They, they still have a problem because the blue light, for whatever reason, goes off occasionally, and people are looking for where they can get their batteries uh, for uh, two for a dollar. Oh, it's an old Kmart. I'm assuming you're making a joke. They really I, don't I, still have a blue light, right? Okay. Um, but it would be cool if they had one there in in memoriam. Okay. In memoriam. Right. <laughs> you know, I was Let's the hope voice. That that's the last time we hear that. You know, I was the the voice of the blue light there yep. at 95th and Metcalf. I bet you were. I bet you killed it. Look up and look around, shoppers, and spot that big blue blazing beacon of bargains. Today we're in the appliance department where you can get for the next five minutes and five minutes only. D-size batteries, four for a dollar. D-size batteries, four for a dollar. Be sure and have your purchases reticketed by the good-looking man underneath the blue light. And as always, we thank you for shopping. What are we doing? <laughs> Just picture Chuck's boss now. Hey, I sent you up there for like a 10-second <laughs> announcement. Stop talking and get back to work. I will tell you that one time Hi. I did get called to the... I did... Uh, the boss's office was triple zero. And he, had, he was mad about not having a, a bunch of blue lights. So me being... The helpful employee that I was decided we were going to have blue lights like every 15 minutes for about the first two hours that we were open. And then I get this, and he had kind of a different voice. 173, call triple zero. 
it's like you were supposed to say it twice, but the boss only said it once. Mm. So I called triple zero. That'll be enough blue lights for today. Yes, sir. <laughs> blue light Bob over here. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Let's uh, let's let's give me a word. See if I can make it happen. All right. Remember, all words are completely random. Sure. Completely random. Sure. The definition of today's word mm-hmm. is spoken or done without preparation. No. Spoke- the morning drive. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. This is a prepared The show. word is extemporaneous. Extemporaneous. You know, in speech class, you know, Mr. Shipley would encourage us to speak extemporaneous. How do you say that word again? Extemporaneous. 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 It's not, wow. it's, it's not. It's, <clears throat> okay. I'll give it a whirl here. Yeah. Just, just. E-X. Be, yes. T-E-M-P. Extemporaneous. E-R-O-U-S. <laughs> what happened to the aneous part? <laughs> I think you should start writing them down. Well, I was trying to do it. I don't think you can do it. I don't, I don't think that's allowed. It is on the morning drive. E X T E M P, and it's O R, not E R. Okay. But then you forgot the aneous. Okay. And then P O R A N E O U S. Okay. You just went to the O-U-S and forgot the... <laughs> Element O-P. A-N-E part. <laughs> like, looking at it, it's not that hard when, yeah, you, I, when you sit there and sound it out. And that's but, what I was trying to give him the hint. Just just sound yeah, it out. You're all right. Yeah. Um, okay. That being said, I wouldn't have gotten it right either. I probably wouldn't have. Okay. So, well, there you go. Now I only have a chance to get to level par, but I got I to gotta have two in a row right okay. tomorrow and Friday. We'll do, like... Cat and dog. Thank you. The next two days. Okay. Yeah. No, I just keep them coming. Keep them coming. I'll prove my worth to you. <clears throat> okay. So 7.20 this morning here on the morning drive. Coach McGuire uh, met with the media last night after his first football practice for spring football. So this is year two of spring football. So they've got a, they've got a routine going now. Um, he was asked about the position group that he was excited to see the most in spring football. You know, when we put the pads on, I want to see the progression in the O-line. You know, um, there hasn't been a team that's won the Big 12 um, that hasn't – There's all, excuse me, there's only been one team that's won the Big 12, and I think it was Coach Stoops either first or second year at OU that hadn't rushed for 2,000 yards, you know. And so if that's – if every year you're rushing for 2,000 yards and you have to win the Big 12, we were very close. We ended up rushing for over 2,000 yards once we got to the bowl game. Um, but, you know, we've got to do a better job up front protecting the quarterback, but also being able to run the football. So I'm excited to see those guys. And then we've got some young D linemen. You know, we added Quincy Ledette, um, but um, we've got uh, Cofield that's on campus that's really had – I'm so happy that he graduated early. Um, his body looks totally different than whenever he came in. Um, Duda Banks is – you know, this is the year, like with Duda, and he knows it. Like, this is the time where he played in the bowl game, played 25 reps in the bowl game, and had a good bowl game. It's time for the light to really come on and, and him play at a high level. So, I didn't necessarily, wasn't surprised necessarily that he said the offensive line, but I was surprised when he talked about there's only been one team um, that's won the Big 12 
that didn't rush for 2,000 yards. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then if you'd have said to me, because it's been a while since I've looked at the tech stats, okay? So if you'd have said to me that the Red Raiders rushed for over 2,000 yards last year, I went, really? Because it didn't seem like it. But then, you know, you start thinking about all the different games. Like, okay, da, 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 da. and then you include the bowl game. Um, but, you know, that, that's, that's a great, great goal. And it makes sense because you're, you're able to chew up some clock. You're able to, you know, Detect run other plays. a little bit. Right, run some other plays, you know, because they're not expecting you to do this play every play. Um, keep, keep people off guard a little bit. So, and then, and then. And that probably means you also have a solid offensive line. Right, right. To his point, he mm-hmm. was excited to see the offensive line because he knows how important they are mm-hmm. to the success that you're going to have this year. Well, and he's talked about, and he feels like he talked about that with us, you know, a week or so ago, that he felt like the offensive line was going to be a position of strength. Yeah. And, and that's music to everyone's ears. Right. We're just, we, we, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I'm just ready to see it on Saturdays. No, I think you, yeah. you speak for all of us here. Sometimes. I mean, I know that I don't speak for all of us, but I know I pretty much feel like that you can speak for all of us because you're you're smart and you say smart things. Well, so do you sometimes. Well, sometimes, right? <laughs> it's kind of sometimes. I also say dumb things. Yeah, not very often. Yeah. Uh, not very not very often. So anyway, that's uh that's something there from uh from Coach McGuire. We'll get uh we'll get more uh from him as well throughout the morning. Uh but yeah, I think they're they're off and rolling and uh, feeling good about some things uh, with regard to um, the football season. And, uh, uh, I mean, they're excited. I mean, that's that's what we know about him. Well, we're excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're excited. Which, I mean, man, you, you'd hate to, well, you know, hey, we're not going to be very good. Not that anybody's doing that, you know, in spring. But, I mean, you can – at least there's some energy that carries over, I think, for to all of us, you know, from him. And you just kind of wonder, man, how, when does this guy recharge? How does he recharge? Sounds like every night. Yeah, right, right, right. 724 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to com or the mobile app. Uh, it's presented by Happy State Bank. Visual Edge IT hotline is also opened as well. Uh, somebody wanted to know, is this filibuster sponsored by Kmart? They're out of business. She even spelled Kmart right, Shelly did. Big K. With an M, no space. Okay. Way to go, Shelly. Yeah, good job. She could win the spelling bee. Could. Uh, somebody wants to know, is Tech able to talk to McCaslin already, or do we have to wait until their season is over? Oh, I think you can be assured that representatives from both sides have had some kind of conversation. Sure. Whether they've had one directly with Coach McCaslin or not, you would have to assume that they have. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. Kind of feel like we've already had a lot of good questions and we, we might have stolen some of your perspective questions. No, actually today I'm going to go with a rerun from um, yesterday afternoon show. Okay. So if you are listening, you have a head start. I was listening. I just can't remember the, sh- the question. Okay. So you can't answer quarterback either one of the quarterbacks. I remember that now. Uh, who will be the team MVP for the Red Raider football team this upcoming season? The team MVP for the upcoming football season. 
Okay. Taj Brooks. That was one of the answers given yesterday, I believe. It was. Yeah. And I think that's a I think that's a, a good answer. Um I'd like a I'd like a receiver, I think. Um because you can't answer quarterback. Um let's see here. Doesn't I mean you can pick the same thing Jeff did or No, I want to be also, different. I want to be a little bit I'll say uh, Miles Price. Miles Price. Okay. He said that with some hesitation back to me. No, no, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. Um, you know, yesterday the names that were brought up were Taj Brooks, mm-hmm. and the first receiver out of the shoot was Jaron Bradley. Okay, yeah, I heard. Not Miles Price, mm-hmm. um, but Price has definitely got to be in the conversation as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Um, you know, I went with Bradley yesterday. I just feel like... With an improved offensive line, um, you'll be able to get the ball down the field more. Mm-hmm. I think Bradley's a big play receiver, um, and I, I I don't know. I think Miles Price could be extremely valuable for you. I just don't know if he's going to make as many big plays. Yeah, as Bradley. How about let me change? Let me. Ch- I'll change. I'll change to uh, Loic Fungi. I'll change to Fungi. I forgot about him. Okay. I would I would love to see it. I just don't. Um, I mean, that's a pretty big jump for him. No, I'm I picking one of the receivers. I'm going with those first two guys. But okay. I think Taj Brooks is a really good answer too. Yeah, I think we should see a lot of him. The one thing I question with him is, I think our guy Exxon Cameron Valdez will will be really good too. I, so I, I wonder if they're gonna, you know, both have really productive years. Just it's not because you got to. You know, a two-headed monster back there. Yeah. You're, you're not one of them is kind of leading the charge. Right. I was going to share that with Coach McGuire privately after practice yesterday. I just didn't get a chance to talk to him. That um, do they ever like have nicknames for the guys? And <clears throat> does this Cameron? Do they ever have nicknames for the guys? You were going to ask Coach McGuire <laughs> really? that? Really? No, 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 no. I was I just going to. I was I, rabbit and muddy. And... <clears throat> I was going to. Well, <laughs> I was going to phrase it a little bit differently. I was going to phrase it of like. Hey, uh, I know you. I think I was going to say I, th- I know you guys have nicknames for all these guys. Does Does Cameron Valdez have one? And he, if he said no, I'm like, well, we've been calling him Exxon because the PA announcer mispronounces his name sometimes, calls him Valdez, and so Jamie came up with Exxon for him. And uh, I think he'd love that. You think? So? I think he would call him Exxon. I think. I think once. I think once they called him Exxon over there, that would be his name for life. Like the thirty-year reunion of this football team, and we got uh, Cameron Valdez, uh, Exxon, Exxon, come on over here. <laughs> I bet he would think we were goofy. Here's the thing: I work no, here. I, I know we're goofy. I don't think he thinks that, Jimmy. I think he you don't think so. I think he knows that. Maybe so. I think, but I think he would enjoy. I think he would, you know, someday enjoy. Kind of. I think he'd be an excellent football announcer at some point in time when he's done coaching football oh yeah no question when he's 60 something years old yeah. no no question um fungi was he injured would... most of the year and played through a shoulder problem he played really well in the bowl game yep well, he I, did he I, did I, I'm, I, I'm excited about him i think yeah. he'll take a big step forward yeah I, I just well when you brought up the fact that that throwing downfield and that was one of my initiatives the other day and and um then you brought up Jaran bradley i mean i think that makes a lot of sense and so then I looked at the size of Fungi, and I'm like, yeah, you know, he's 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 got that. And then the other guy, yep. if you're thinking about receivers, I mean, J.J. Sparkman <laughs> made 
a number of big plays for you in that last year. I just don't know if he can be on the field as much as the other guys. I think the others will get more reps. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I like the Taj Brooks. And he talked about... I think that's the safe pick. Yeah. Since I couldn't go quarterback, yes, I would agree. I mean, the safe pick, if you're going to have the type of season you want to have, your quarterback needs to be in that conversation. Yeah, it's. I guess it's a little bit disappointing none of us have brought up a defensive guy. Yeah, no. Who would you Who would you say defensively? Um... The thing about this defense to me, though, I really like Malik Dunlop's game. Uh, I think he could be really good. Like I feel like I look at him and feel like he could be a first team All Conference guy. Okay. I just don't know if a you know I love the two defensive tackles that are coming back. Absolutely mm-hmm. love them. I just don't think defensive tackles rack up the kind of numbers. Yeah. I mean, their job is to take up offensive linemen, take up space, and slow down the run game. Yeah, you go get a quarterback every once in a while, right? But they're they're just not like they're not the highlight real guys. They're going to get a bunch of interceptions. They're going to get a bunch of passes defense. They're going to get a bunch of sacks. They're just not. Mm-hmm. And so, as good as I think those two guys are, and could they be all conference m- members? Yeah, sure. Um, I I just don't think they rack up enough, you know, stats for you to go. Yeah, that guy was he was he was your defensive MVP. So would you you would say just like uh, it would be hard to pick an offensive lineman? Yeah, would you? So you would say Dunlap over Daydream Taylor Demerson? I mean, everybody knows him as Rabbit, but we call him by his real name. Oh, so they do do nicknames over there? They do. Well, um, I I think I do. Yeah. Okay, because I think I'd take him. I think I'd take Daydream. Okay, but I like Dunlap. I mean, I like what he does. I mean, they're both those guys are are threats. Uh, to make big just, stops or big hits back I think there. he's really good with the ball is in no the question. Yep, yeah, no I, question. Yeah, no question. He makes plays on mm-hmm. balls. Yeah, and they had... A, so many bo- times over the last few years, it feels like we've had tech defensive backs that are in position and then just don't make a play. Yeah. And I feel like Dunlop has done a good job making yeah. plays. Yeah. You know, and uh, somebody says this, I would say Kosai, if he gets eligibility, Kosai uh, Eldridge, and they're still, they're still waiting on that for that, uh, eligibility deal to come down. Uh, if they put all the paperwork in. They're doing everything right. He's working out uh, with the team. Um, so they've tried to mind their P's and Q's to keep him uh, from any kind of, you know, problem of, of declaring ineligible if he's not doing the right stuff, you know. But they're trying to gain an, another year of eligibility for him. And Coach McGuire said last night that if he doesn't, then he'll move forward to the NFL and try to get out of the team there. Right. Okay. So that's the, that's his status. You didn't say your guy, Josiah Pierre. Yeah, no. I, and I, I think he, I, I thought about him. Are you not thinking he's going to hurt somebody again this year? I do think he's going to hurt somebody. And, and I, I think he's, I think most definitely uh, the undertaker. You know what they call him? The undertaker or the mortician or something along those lines. I have no clue. It's one of those. It's one of those deals. Those are both pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. Undertaker's kind of taken, but especially for a team that doesn't use nicknames. <laughs> well, they they do. They do. I just try to, you know. I again, when I have this opportunity, and I will have an opportunity, I'll I'll get to him. Uh, I'll say, hey, coach, we kind of talk about Cameron Valdez and. Okay, so here we call him Exxon. Okay, why do you I... call him Exxon? Because they always call it, they mispronounce his name, they call him Valdez. 
Oh, I love that. I love that. I okay, so here's how you got to present it, though, Chuck. Okay, tell me. Don't present it as I have an idea for you. Okay. Because then you're like putting pressure on him. Like, oh, like he doesn't want to use one of my ideas, which I get. Well, and he also doesn't want to hurt your feelings. Okay. Uh, so don't, don't present it that. as we think we have, you know, solved hot chocolate. Okay. Because <laughs> we have. <laughs> you know, when you bring it up, you say, oh, oh, Valdez, you know, we get such a kick out of the fact that we call him Exxon. And here's why. Okay. Uh-huh. So make it as you, you're kind of, you're goofing on us, right? Like we're yeah. ha- you're having fun with us. Oh, right. this is the silly thing that we do. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, so he can either laugh with you at us mm-hmm. or he can laugh with you at us and go, oh, you know what? That's funny. That's, that's good. I should start calling him that too. You know, maybe I'll start calling him that. Yeah. But don't like, hey, we think you should do this. Okay. Hey, or we, here's the nickname we think is, you should give him. We, we, this is yeah. kind of what we do. We kind of goof on this. We, we yeah. Because either he's going to feel pressured or yeah. you're going to have your feelings hurt. We call him Exxon. Why call him Exxon? Because they always mispronounce his name when they when he makes a big play. Some days, sometimes he's Valdez and sometimes he's Valdez. Oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> when do I get my jacket? I've paid off on that, man. I have paid off on that. I owe, I owe him nothing right now. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Come to you this morning from the First United Bank studio. Look forward to uh, hearing from you today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. And the Visual Edge IT hotline is open as well. High School Fan Zone tonight at 6. We'll have that for you. Coaches from Lubbock High, Friendship, and Lubbock Cooper will visit tonight. That'll be at uh, 6 o'clock on 100.7, the score. Uh, Tomorrow, we'll have uh, Friendship Baseball as they take on Midland Legacy. Uh, The next two days, they'll take on Legacy. So, uh, look forward to to that Thursday and Friday. We'll have uh, NCAA. Is it a three-game series? Mm -hmm. I think so. Like one here, one there, and... And then one back. One in La Mesa? <laughs> yeah, one no. back. Back. Back in... I think the first one's at home, the second one's on the road, and then the third one's back here. Back here. And all those games will be on sunny 97.7, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have uh, Sweet 16 basketball uh, tomorrow on uh, 100.7 the score, and Friday as well. And then the Elite Eight on Saturday and Sunday. Coverage tomorrow begins at 5, same thing on Friday. And then uh, Saturday and Sunday, it begins at uh, 4. We have Red Raider Baseball. They're down in Austin uh, this week, uh, down in Austin on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. By the way, I, I'm, a, I'm a little irritated with this guy. Oh, wow. But, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off, okay? <sighs> so we have yet to know anything about uh, Brandon Beckel, right? Whether he's officially been suspended or not. Correct? I, I do not know anything. If somebody else has other information. They... But nobody's issued any statement. So I emailed a guy at the Big 12 last night, yesterday afternoon. I get gazillion emails from this guy, and I don't know if he's the right guy or not, okay? So I've just asked the question, has he been suspended and for how long? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like a reasonable. Sure, seems like a reasonable question. So far, crickets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I then I sent a text last night going, "Hey, I realize you may not be the right guy, 
uh, or this might not be, I don't know how I exactly worded it, but anyway, the bottom line is, tell me who I need to talk to or send an email to, okay? So I think today I'm going to, when I get off the off the air, I'm going to pick up the blower and call him and say, hey, man. So you're upset that you just haven't gotten an answer? Or did he say something in an answer? No, I haven't even gotten a crickets. Okay. It's like my whole life right now. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> crickets. It's like, you know, call and leave a message, you know. I could be Ed McMahon knocking on somebody's front door with a million dollars. Is there somebody at the door, honey? Yeah, just be quiet. Don't Just ignore them. It's kind of how life is going right now. But anyway. So. But if you knocked on the door and said you were Ed McMahon, I bet they would. They wouldn't even know who he was. They would answer, I bet. I, I, I'm not answering the door for a zombie. My question was, who, I send this, who do I send this to at the Big 12 to get this answered? I feel I feel smart um, because David Collier sends me, sends me this text the same. I emailed Big 12 baseball guy twice and nothing. Well. So maybe he hasn't been suspended or maybe they're still talking about it. Who the hell knows? Mm, or maybe they're just not going to announce anything. Well, that seems ridiculous. Because they, that seems to me ridiculous. That, that if you've suspended somebody, suspend him. If it's a game or two games or three games or four games, or if it's under discussion, you know, they have all this stuff out there, all this propaganda out there that they want to get out. We've got Shaq performing at halftime, but yet we can't let somebody know that this guy's been suspended. Okay, well, that's a Texas Tech thing. No, 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 no. At the Big 12. At the the Big Big 12. 12. I mean, got a gazillion emails about all the various activities that were taking place, you know, for the Big 12. Okay, well, I get it. I accepted all your emails. You know, now just give me a little. And it didn't sound like you did. Give me a little. Like you got them all. That doesn't mean you accepted them all. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you at all. I, I, let me state that. I, I'm just trying to see their side of it. Yeah. It's, it's like, okay, do you want us to make an announcement to to run down a kid, a guy? <laughs> at the same time, you're like, hey, this isn't T-ball anymore, man. This is Big 12 baseball. Right. And, I mean, these guys are allowed to get NIL money and all the above. Mm-hmm. Um, whether he is or not, I have no idea. Um so, you know, you should be able to, if we can promote you and call you Big 12 Pitcher of the Week, we should also be able sure. to say... you've been suspended. You've, a guy's been suspended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. You can't that's, have it both ways. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. I get it. I'm, I mean, again, trying to look at their side of things, and it's... You want to ballyhoo all this other stuff? Well, some you know, there's... You know, is it bitter with the sweet? Would a the bit? Big 12 be announcing this if... Um, if a football player had gotten into a fight. I believe so. Or a basketball player. I believe so. I don't disagree oh, with you again. Although. That's al- two times in a row. Man, rough day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> although, I th- I think I, don't, I think with that Baylor, that was it Baylor? It was TCU. It was the TCU women's basketball game. I don't know if anything was ever announced as a result of that or not, but I don't know if anybody asked either. Did the conference suspender or TCU suspender? See, I don't think anything ever came of it. I don't think anything ever came of it either way. I don't think. I think she was just out. They were just out of that. Now the Brittany Griner situation way back when. Yeah. The Big Twelve suspended her. And Baylor. And then never Baylor said, said, "Well, we felt like the Big Twelve did enough." Yeah. Yeah. 
and it was like two games. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. that's the crazy part, right? Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part in all of this. Yeah. Two games for a cheap shot, punching somebody across the mm-hmm. face when she didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. Two games for that. And we're talking four games for running your mouth too much. Well, you never made contact with anybody. You did not start a riot. You did not start a fight. Mm-hmm. You did not throw a baseball at someone's head. And you get double the amount of games. Again, different sport. I get it all the above. But that seems crazy. So this game that took place back in December between TCU and George Washington, eight players were ejected after punches thrown. I don't believe, I don't believe anything was ever announced as a result of that. After that, I think they were just out for that particular game. And this was uh, Bella Cravens and uh, Essence Brown from GW got into a fight that includes some punches being thrown. Um, Brown apparently was trying to pull Cravens' hair. She was taking the ball away. Others tried to get in there and break it up, and that that just it kept going. But my point is that... You had punches thrown in a women's basketball game, and I think the only discipline they got was being thrown out of that game, as opposed to here we are in baseball, a guy mouthing off at somebody after everybody had been warned, and now we're going to penalize him for four games. It just seems stupid to me. Really? The instigator there was not suspended for any games at all? I don't think so. Well, I don't Look think at the so. box score for their next game. TCU. Okay, Bella Cravens. Okay, I'll do that during the break. But I don't think... I don't think, I don't think there were any um, other punishment other than being thrown out of that game. Wow, a little crazy. <sighs> it is a little crazy. I do want to talk a little bit of basketball, but well, I mean, in terms of the coaching search and things like that, and I, I have a point I'd like to make at some point in time, but we'll try to get to that along with all the other stuff. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.